Welcome to the Ultimate Men's Playbook Podcast, one of my favorite topics of them all. It's food and it's fun food. We're talking about cheat days. I mentioned cheat days because uh, it resonates with so many people having their cheat day after working out in the gym. The fact is, guys, I call it a refuel day. You know, I break down my body, I work really hard, and then, you know, caloric deficit to get the leanest that I want, and then I earn that refuel day. I'm refueling my body. I don't ever cheat. You take a look at The Rock and his legendary refuel days where he's got this stack of pancakes. He works really hard. He gets this level of leanness and muscularity. And yeah, you know what? He probably takes something. We know that. All right. But nonetheless, let's not discount the work and those legendary cheat meals where you see and you're like, holy shit, like this is awesome. How can that guy do that and still remain lean? Well, research into weight loss shows that a person cannot maintain continual caloric deficit without a down regulation of metabolism and a slowdown of progress. Almost guaranteed, you'll have a buildup of frustration, cravings, irritability, and you will fuck up. A caloric surplus once every seven days helps to mitigate this process immensely. Now I've heard there's guys like Mike O'Hearn out there who has the discipline to avoid these cheat days. I mean, he's on a different level, I get that. He's been around forever and just kicking ass forever. He's a genetic wonder, a genetic marvel. Not everyone's like that, I'm not like that. But I will tell you that the refuel is massive to your progress on two levels, physiologically and psychologically. Let's talk about physiologically. The hormonal and metabolic benefits of a refuel day are very significant. When leptin levels get too low, your metabolism will downregulate. To prevent this, a good caloric spike will keep these levels in check. And besides this, guys, so many guys have low testosterone levels in their quest for leanness. I mean, they look amazing. They can get any girl they want, and they can't even get their dick up because of this low test level. I mean, you don't want that. And that's what usually happens after a prolonged caloric deficit. A good refueling helps to boost test levels and sustain progress results. All right, psychologically, I've seen so many people who go on a prolonged caloric deficit depriving themselves for long periods and end up caving over time. They eventually cheat the moment they're weak or lose sight of their goal. Um, You know, just an immature reaction and, and they fuck up. So with a refuel every Saturday, so many important things happen from a psychological standpoint. Number one, you resist the daily temptations knowing your special day to refuel is always just around the corner. It's just seven days. This daily discipline keeps those unwanted pounds from, you know, that senseless munching from gradually creeping up on you because it does. All right, those little, a little bit of a, a bite, uh, snacking on something, a little sip, a little taste fucks you up big time. You have no idea. So by knowing that at the seventh day that you can have something special, or, you know, the sixth day for me is a Saturday, you can have something special. You're going to basically be a little bit more disciplined, a little more vigilant with not having those cheats. Number two, you actually enjoy food with zero guilt. You seem normal knowing you can let loose from your plan with the benefit of keeping your hormones and your, your metabolism in check. Zero guilt on a Saturday. Eat whatever the fuck you want. Feel good about it. Number three, every week feels like a holiday. It's like your birthday where you can truly enjoy your favorite foods. 
And number four, the strategic part about this is you can work around holidays, moving the refuel around to accommodate holiday Sundays such as Thanksgiving, Easter, uh, or adjusting the day of the week when you have a major celebration like Christmas, New Year's, even Valentine's Day, birthday parties. You know, it's funny, you have a birthday party, your kid has a birthday party and he's got cake. And you're like, well, it was my kid's birthday, I need to have a piece of cake. No, 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 your kid needs to have the piece of cake. You don't. You're just weak. All right, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so here's what the refuel day is not. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. I know that if I don't clarify this whole refuel day thing, you will fuck up. So what the refuel day is not, number one, it's not an all-you-can-eat binge fest. Okay, this day is a calculated day that reflects your performance throughout the week. Work very hard to empty your tank through proper exercise, and it makes sense to refuel. Bottom line is if you didn't put in the work, it's a smaller refuel, if one at all. Okay, so make progress, lose fat, and then the refuel becomes important to continue making progress. All right, treating this like a cheat day is exactly as it implies. You're cheating yourself and your plan. For what? For food. You kind of lost sight of why you were doing this plan. All right, so you got to earn your calories. Number two, it's not a wake up and eat all day plan. The leaner you get, the more you will be able to eat. I remember getting like super unbelievably uh, lean where... Anywhere I touched, you know, I pulled the skin, it was paper thin. I remember being able to eat 10,000 calories, no problem, right? Obviously, there was a problem because once I got to 7, 8, 9, 10,000, boy, did I ever feel like shit. But I needed those 10,000 calories to stimulate my metabolism because what I found was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, my body was freezing. I had no body fat on me. To spike my, uh, my calories to 10,000, I was burning up that whole day. The next two days, I'm just burning up and burning those calories, all right? So the leaner you get, the more you're able to eat. Coaching requires that a person's changing needs are reflected by the quantities taken uh, in during those uh, days. Um, my recommendation is you have a regular breakfast and enjoy a bigger lunch and dinner with treats along the way. Don't wake up at 1 a.m., and start eating because you know your refuel day has just begun. You're trying to stretch it out even more. Never mind these, you know, 12, 14 waking hours. You want to make it 20 hours. It's not the way it works. All right, so that's number two. Number three, it's not an excuse to eat junk food all day long. Okay, what a disaster um, when it comes down to blood sugar levels. If you like licorice, by all means, have some licorice. If ice cream something you desire, have some ice cream. Okay, but you got to show some respect for your body. Um, whatever you're tempted with doesn't have to fit conventional foods. I mean, if you want candy, chocolate, chips, I mean, that kind of stuff, have them in moderation here and there. All right. Uh, for lunch and dinner, you know, I'm really big on you having a set routine, eating the same kinds of lunches day in, day out, same kind of dinners day in, day out. You know that I only eat one breakfast um, a day. It's bacon and eggs. And my lunch is pretty much the same thing every day, except for Saturday, uh, on Saturday. Lunch and dinner are completely different. I have no idea what I'm going to have today. I think I'm going to have a big steak today. 
Uh, they've got this tres leches cake I'm going to have today. I'm so looking forward to. I'm probably going to have more than I need to. But we don't have a lot of desserts around the house, so I can afford to do it. But these are foods you don't normally have throughout the week. This might include stuff like barbecued ribs, a bowl of pasta, perhaps a burger and fries. But you pace yourself. You savor the food. You don't mount it down. You eat like a fucking food critic and just taste it and savor it. You go, holy shit, I'm going to make this sensation last. Number four, I see this so often. Somebody says, listen, Tom, what if I forego the refuel day and actually make up ground and make some better progress? Guaranteed. You think you're doing something good? It's going to catch up to you. Play the long game here. Okay, you can't outpace this fat loss thing. So you, you lose some weight, you lose some weight, you lose some weight, and then you're going to gain some weight from that refuel. You're going to have some fun with it. Your scale weight's going to be way up on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Then all of a sudden it drops down again. And if you have this calculated properly, what's going to end up happening is by Friday, you're going to weigh yourself again, and Saturday morning you're going to be lighter than ever if that's your goal. All right, let's talk about refueling consequences. Now, depending on what you eat or drink during the day, your weight will potentially skyrocket. Even, you know, even 10 to 20, uh, 12 pounds if you're a bigger person. I remember stepping on the scale. I was like 167, like unbelievably lean. I would have the worst kind of foods, pizza, pasta. I would have like diet pop. I'd drink tons of water, candy. And, you know, it went from 167 to 187. I gained 20 pounds in one night. In one day, by the end of the day, I weighed myself. Holy shit, I cannot believe I gained 20 pounds. Did I even eat 20 pounds? My body was soaking up everything. Now understand something. You have to accept this. You have to accept that this is part of the process. You are going to gain weight and you're just going to say, all right, that's fine. The worst thing you can do is say, okay, from here on in for the next four days, I'm going to go on a no-carb diet and then just deplete all your water. It doesn't work that way. Understand that you need to understand the process. Your weight will drop and you will be lighter than the previous weight if you followed your plan and your goal was weight loss. You're also going to notice one of the refueling consequences is, especially as you get leaner, your stomach's going to have a hard time processing this shit. You might have gas, increased transit time, potential stomach pains, drowsiness. It's a joke. I mean, one of my biggest problems is if I eat popcorn, I'm okay. If I eat caramel popcorn, you know, sorry to be rude, but fuck, I'm farting all night long. It's disgusting. I mean, I rarely ever pass gas, and all of a sudden, caramel popcorn, I'm just not going to have. It's disgusting. My, my wife must think, like, what is wrong with this guy? All right, the other thing is increased uh, transit time. It'll just sit in your stomach. I'm pretty regular. You know, I'm, I'm being maybe too much information. I'll go twice a day. But, um, you know, sometimes it just sits in your stomach. And you're like, what's going on? It just stays in your intestines and you feel that pain. And when you feel that stomach pain, man, is it ever miserable. So I'll turn to one side to aid in digestion because it's painful. And then sometime, you know, around 7 o'clock, 8 p.m., my wife will look at me and she'll look at the glossed over look in my eyes from too much sugar and say, oh, man, you overdid it again. I mean, that's a thing of the past. I don't do that anymore, but the drowsiness associated with it, it's just not good. All right, so, uh, you know, be careful. Be careful with uh, some of these consequences. What you want to do is you want to master the process. 
right? Uh, refueling has been around forever. There was a, a metabolic, I think it was called the anabolic diet. Um, Dr. Mauro Di Pasquale uh, recommended it for his uh, for the WWF wrestlers and the WBF bodybuilders, where he talked about going uh, super low carb, actually more like a ketogenic diet from Monday through Friday, and you could have whatever you wanted Saturday and Sunday, and usually is usually a carb fest. I know David Henry, a um, one of the best bodybuilders out there, smaller guy, but. Uh, he would be super tight Monday through Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, he was a rib connoisseur, and he made his barbecues, and he had whatever he wanted, right? Um, I mean, these programs have been around forever. It's it's nothing new. It's been tried and true by athletes and everyday people alike, um, but there are some tips and tricks, all right? So um, here's some strategies. You have a goal. Okay, so while affecting hormones from a positive standpoint is important, you know, you want to keep that metabolism slowing down. Um, what you want to do is you want to be smart with how you do this thing, okay? So uh, what I often do is number one is meal number one is usually a regular breakfast. It's high in protein, preferably uh, high in insoluble fiber. It's an important first step to start your day right. I mean, you might see it differently, but, uh, but I do this, right? Another thing I find is drinking coffee seems to help. I don't know with my metabolism, it helps food exit my system just a little bit quicker. Um, I find that just having a little bit of fruit sugar prior to my first cheat, a little bit of fruit seems to have a positive effect on my blood sugar, keeps my uh, release of insulin kind of in check. I find that um, if I, f I feel a little emotionally weak with regards to, you know, I really want to eat that whole pizza, what I'll do is I'll drink plenty of water prior to my quote-unquote binge instead of during if you do it during you're going to have some stomach problems throughout the day if you do it prior to you're going to fill up that stomach you just won't eat as much and the other thing is just slow down right don't eat so quick like i said savor your food i remember this one time i was at this like i think it's called the lone star restaurant i woofed down a 24 ounce steak a loaded baked potato with marshmallows i had ice cream french fried with ketchup and gravy um, like probably four or five butter buns. I don't know how much I ate. I walked out of there with my son and I go, he goes, how do you feel? Uh, and I said, dude, like I can eat another meal, the exact same thing one more time. And he goes, no, dad, that's sick. Like you serious? I said, yeah, let's go to Dairy Queen, get some ice cream. He couldn't believe it. Uh, my satiation centers didn't register yet. It was only two hours later that I was completely stuffed and I wish I didn't have that ice cream. So the other step I recommend in addition to having that water is um, throughout your refueling, be active, go out for a walk, engage your muscles. And I got to tell you, there's a signaling to your food where the uptake into your muscles and mobilizing them into your muscles is such a good strategy. I don't know how many days where on Sunday I'd wake up after a refuel, my face was puffy. I'd have this bone thin look. If you, if you see some of the bodybuilders, you know, the guys that don't take steroids, obviously I don't. So I had this look, I look like friggin' Skeletor, uh, Saturday. And then come Sunday, my face is all puffy, but I'll tell you what wasn't puffy was my muscles were just totally engorged with fluid and carbs. And it just stacked. The veins were popping out. I'd start training. I looked like a monster, even though at that point in time, I was probably like 182, 183 from a 167 in the morning the previous day, um, I looked 
like I was 210 pounds, like just ripped and muscular, looked like the Incredible Hulk. And the more you pumped up, the even better it looked, right? Such a, such a rewarding feeling, right? So um, quick tip, when you know you're in a situation where, uh, let's say you're, you're going to be eating a lot and you want to mitigate that a little bit, before you have your refuel, before you get to a party, rev up your metabolism. Do three sets of jump squats. Do some push-ups to prime your muscle for an uploading of the fuel to your cells. Okay, and if you can get away and do a 10-15 minute walk, highly recommend it. Okay, highly recommend it. Uh, another thing I often do, if you have the budget to do this, is eat out at a restaurant or at a friend's place or purchase your treats on the road so it's not in the house. Try not to associate your kitchen with refueling day. All right, another thing is, Set, a, set yourself a plan for that day. Figure out what the menu is for the day. Decide when you're going to eat this food rather than just fucking up. I know one guy who was just like new to the plan and he ate everything under the sun in the morning because he was just so ravenous thinking about food. And then later on the night, he wanted to continue going and he realized he was way over his allotted calories. We suggested 5,000 for him and it might have been 8,000 just felt like shit afterwards because he didn't pace himself this day does need a plan you look at the rock he makes a big deal out of what he's going to have he's strategic he's smart be the same way another thing i want you to do is set a cap on how much you will eat i know this seems very very uh, uh maybe a little too methodical but that's where my fitness pal comes into play and it gives you tons of confidence. If you're gonna mow down 5,000 calories, you know it's at five and it totally alleviates any kind of guilt. All right, and you have no negative feelings and you just know your numbers. All right, um, that, that's a piece of advice. And another piece of advice I find is, depending on what I eat, there's certain foods that don't process the same way as others. So if I have, let's say, 300 calories of meat, it's going to respond differently to my body than something like 300 calories of jelly beans. All right, it's going to have a completely different blood sugar effect, especially if I mix the protein, the fat, and carbs together. It just absorbs into the body a little different. Like so, be aware of that. And the other thing too is, um, if you have me as a coach, fantastic. If you have another coach consult your coach with a strategy for your day so you can protect yourself from self-destruction and then um, the final point I think I've got here is accept that whatever the scale says the next morning is what it is and I will tell you this the longer you do this and the longer you trust that process it'll be such a fun science because if you eat pizza and you notice your weight skyrocketed you knew it was the sodium it was the shit that you ate from that meal. Whereas if you had, let's say, a big T-bone steak and some healthier stuff, you realize you don't have such a, a big weight gain. And you're like, okay, I get that. Good. This is like a science experiment. It's fun. All right. So there you have it. Now, <laughs> people have asked me, what are some of the, the, you know, the legendary refuels I've had? All right. I mean, I once ate 14,500 calories in one day. I wanted to test my uh, boundaries a little bit. The day was a complete blur. I had everything from lasagna to garlic bread. I remember the day. It was actually, um, it was in America someplace. Uh, it's like a small, it might have been Pennsylvania. I had ice cream, candy, chocolate, 
pizza amongst other things the day again the day was a blur my stomach was so bloated and distended it was painful to do anything but lie down in a fetal position my eyes were glossed over and i felt like shit that very uh, that very night i woke up on the floor like just rolling off the bed just gasping for breath thought i, I thought i was gonna die i stopped breathing for a bit I was such a, in such a panic. I promised myself I would never, ever eat that many calories in a day. I don't think I've ever gone beyond eight or nine after that. I know one of my other legendary refuels was I was the, the junk connoisseur. And that's where you try everything, all right? You try everything under the sun. You just get it out of your system. And I will tell you what happens. You do become a connoisseur because it's kind of like, you know, those jelly beans, they're not worth it anymore. They're not good enough. And you start picking your your favorites. You don't all you don't look at something and say, you know, well, I'm going to have some Chinese food because, you know, this kind of Chinese food is shit. This one, I can savor this a bit more. This one's a little more special. So you start appreciating your Saturdays a bit more and you start being a little more selective in what you have. That's pretty cool. Now, um, uh, sugar disasters man oh man i've been there you really want to avoid it right um i know three things number one is nowadays i don't know what i'm gonna have i don't know what i'm gonna have today it's saturday today i, I think i'm gonna have a steak i'm gonna have that trust lettuce cake other than that we might stop and get a small little bit of an ice cream there's a thing called treats it's like a lemon pie ice cream and it's like a, there's some cookie dough inside of it. it's just unbelievable here's the three things i do know for every refuel day because I've had everything under the sun. Number one, I will have a food surplus, guaranteed. Number two, I will have something or some things fun. Uh, and number three, I will have my fun staple fun foods every week. So those fun staple foods are uh, stuff like, man, I gotta tell you, I like the old fashioned Fruit Loops. I usually have that. I usually have popcorn. Remember a long time ago, it was cookies and cream ice cream. It was a guarantee. I don't do that anymore. They don't have a good brand here in Costa Rica, right? But it's always my staples. Uh, back home when we had Sour Patch Kids, here Sour Patch Kids are hard to find. I'd have a small package every week. It were staples. So there are some typical refuel days. One I call the carnivore. This is especially in the summer months. It's more protein-based. It's a barbecue kind of thing. I'll have a breakfast, usual breakfast, bacon and eggs with toast. Uh, and then I'll do something fun like uh, for lunch, I'll have barbecued ribs, rich with sauce. I love Korean short ribs on the grill. I actually do a good job with them. Uh, that works for me. All right. It's usually accompanied by a hearty salad, maybe some barbecued pineapple covered with cinnamon sugar. I might have a slice of garlic toast. There might be a brownie dessert as well. All right, so you see where I'm going. It's probably, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000 calories. Between lunch and dinner on this day, uh, I'll have a snack food just for sheer enjoyment. Um, and then later on in the evening, I'll have a, a strip loin, maybe a ribeye. The, the size of the steak is not, out, not outrageous. Um, I might even have a side dish of some gourmet mac and cheese and a small dessert. And then later on that night, I'll catch a movie, have a bowl of popcorn, Maybe a sampling of chocolate, a few candies, you know, the equivalent of 500 calories worth of chocolate, maybe, you know, 210 calories of popcorn. And that day is usually about, depending on the size of uh, some of the foods, 4,000 calories, maybe 5,000. But it is protein heavy and it's very, 
filling. And boy, does that day ever boost my fat content dramatically. Uh, and it increases my weekly protein total substantially as well. But I got to tell you, I don't have that residual carb effect. And I look sharper the next day, even though the weight might not show it. Another one of my refuels is kind of like a dabble day. Okay, dabble in things. I'll have, again, the breakfast, turkey, bacon, and eggs. And then for lunch, I might have a pastrami sandwich with some cheese in it, some other, you know, like some sauerkraut in it. For dinner, I might have some barbecue chicken thighs. I might have a yam, some butter, some cinnamon sugar on it. Overall, calories from these meals, not too high. And then throughout the days, the calories will just, light, uh, you know, add up. Go to Kawartha Dairy, have some ice cream, might have a butter tart, might have some caramel popcorn, maybe a latte, uh, maybe a small little snack from the food court, just dabbling throughout the day. Again, do I enter in my fitness pal? You bet you. I don't want to go over my total. I want to treat this like a science. Um, there are certain days, I call them the special days, Christmas, New Year's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving. It's nothing worse than bringing a container of your uh, you know, your chicken and your broccoli, you know, the proverbial bodybuilder meal and everyone else is eating such fun food, but you're not, right? What I often do with that day is I'll stay clean for most of the day. I might forego breakfast. I might forego lunch if uh, the big meal is dinner and I'll have whatever I want. Again, it's a refuel. I know there's going to be stuff that I normally wouldn't eat. It might be like turkey with gravy. It might be a really delicious stuffing. I normally train hard that day. Uh, it might be a leg day, for example, but that special day, whether it's Christmas or New Year's Day, again, there's no guilt. I do whatever I want, but that was strategically built in. It makes sense to do that, right? You know, every seven days you're having your refuel day, you can work around holidays, no problem, all right? So uh, some final thoughts on refuel. Uh, you need to be fantastic from Sunday to, through Friday if Saturday's your day. All right, you really need to be focused. For me, I'll eat 1,800 calories nowadays um, per day, and I'll stay tight with that. I'll stay below my caloric total um, six days a week. That might spike Wednesday a little bit, but for the most part, that gives me the bulk of the calories to have some fun on Saturday. All right, and um, I just don't overdo Saturday. I just don't overdo it. I savor my food. I have fun with it. It's planned. It's controlled. It's called controlled mayhem. Any other way, and you defeat the purpose of the refuel because the bottom line, this is not about uh, you know, solely fun food. This is about strategically working it so you can have the best of both worlds. You can have the fun food, and you get the results as well. There's nothing better. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at Amazon.com.